What's up, fam? It is your girl, Just Be Real, and welcome back for another episode of Just Be Real Podcast. As y'all heard, I need y'all to be real black for me. Y'all already know, on our Roberta Flack and Donnie Hathaway tip. There's something I want to talk about that I feel is kind of unusual, but also something that we've been waiting to have acknowledged for a while, I feel. But enough of me chatting. Let's get real. What it do my people what's up fam bam how is life how's things going hopefully y'all been enjoying season seven i've been trying to be consistent and give y'all weekly episodes hopefully y'all are loving it um it seems like y'all loving it from what the numbers are telling me so i'm gonna just keep up with it um i appreciate all the love and support so far um some of the guests i've had have been super dope because you know my people are just phenomenal like that, but I can't wait to go ahead and give y'all more for the season because you know I got to keep it coming for you. So, um, and shout out to uh, my homegirl, Cherie. She on her season three of her podcast, Just a Thought Show. And listen, the last episode she had was with Crystal Renee Hazlett. Oh my gosh. Like talk about motivational and inspirational. It's a whole vibe, and now I feel even more inspired because y'all probably don't care, but I now have my Shiro wall done, and my whole, like, dividend is complete, excuse me, in its entirety, and to be able to literally look up to the women that I feel are super motivational, Tammy Roman, um, Tasha Smith, Demetria McKinney, Amanda Sales, Simone Missick and Novi Brown, literally six women who I feel are very pivotal in my growth and elevation as a woman who have inspired, who are triple threats in their own right, out here just doing the damn thing. I encourage everybody to find something like that that motivates you or in your atmosphere that keeps you pushing because sometimes we need that. And especially in the times we are in now, you know, with elections coming up that are very vital to, you know, how this country may go from left to right or right to left, it's important um, to just know because anything can just get shooketh and shaketh at this point um, without warning. So hopefully I'll make sure y'all go out there to vote. It's very pivotal. It's very important y'all do because we're, we as the people have the rights in our hand and we need to go ahead and make a statement. So as I said earlier, it's something I wanted to talk about that I feel is important, but it's just not getting recognized. Today's episode is called Advancedly Placed in Adverse Spaces. Um, it's important because I feel like it's called Be Real Black for me is the song I chose to bring in as an intro because I feel at the time Roberta Flack and Donnie Hathaway, as y'all know, are a dynamic duo. We're a dynamic duo. And the messaging in their songs were very controversial to some, but pertinent to others. Um, it conveys something that I feel was more important, and I wasn't biased because Roberta Flack is my soror, even though that's a possibility, you know, just a little bit, but it's also because it's the messaging, and you know, if y'all haven't known, that that beat within itself is, has been sampled over decades of spans for very various artists who have used that, um, used this song as a sample, which means it speaks volumes to themselves if people are using it as a sample, so advancedly placed in adverse spaces is something I wanted to talk about because... Now they want to offer after 50 years of having advanced placement, which is AP courses, um, African-American history. Right. Why did it take 50 years of you guys being established and want to now distribute African-American history into classrooms as an advanced placement course? Now, I don't know if many of you guys know, but AP classes are something, I'll go ahead and break it down. AP classes are something 
that are given to high school students where they're able to take courses, um, which is a course advanced placement where you can get college credits early before going to college. So it kind of knocks off some of your liberal arts classes that you normally take your freshman year. And what it does, it allows you to kind of be ahead of the curve. Um, I was in advanced placement classes. I was in AP Psych. I was in AP Physics, AP Chemistry, AP Bio, and I was in Honor Spanish. So I did a lot of AP, oh, AP English too. I did a lot of Honors uh, AP courses, which were able to translate over to when I went to Dell State and had college courses. So a lot of my liberal arts classes weren't necessary. I was kind of a little bit ahead of the curve when it came to my normal base classes for my curriculum. And a lot of black kids don't take advantage of this opportunity because they think of it as it not being a part of the culture. <clears throat> Excuse me. Or they're looked at as being nerds or like they're chastised for being, wanting to better themselves. And I can kind of relate to that because that was kind of what it was with me. I was, you know, my friends made subtle backhanded jokes about it, but in reality, now that I look at it in the foresight, it's like, you were low-key throwing shade, but you meant what you said. But I think in the entire time, if I was given the opportunity to take AP courses in African-American history, that definitely would have been top of my list, especially going to HBCU. I felt like that was the closest I was going to get to learn about my history, but I feel like maybe if I would have been taught to me, I think I still would have went to HBCU, given that it's a legacy family thing, but I probably would have had a little much better insight when it wouldn't have been as much to learn as if I would have had the history in my classroom. So... I wanted to talk about that because it's interesting how now it's taking a, a turn for that, but y'all want to take critical race theory out of classroom. So how is it possible to have African-American history in the classrooms to earn college credits, but y'all don't want to teach the basic essentials of critical race theory? <clears throat> Sips tea, literally. Um, so... I first came across this because Amanda Seals brought this up and I'm a part of the Amandaverse. And this is something that has been where she gives out vital information of our current events. Amanda had created a universe pretty much where she's able to freely speak, have conversations with intellectuals as myself and many others, where it's not as much of bullying or People not a people are able to disagree, but in a more of a moral, morally ethical standpoint, where they're able to convey their perspective, not just based on opinion, but also with some contextual fact, if that makes sense. So she had brought this up back, I want to say, in early September, maybe late August, about how you know asking us as the Seal Squad if they had offered African American history, would you have been willing to take the course? if it was availed to you, now that it's being presented into classrooms. And I think for me, I said, most definitely, especially being a product of a child who was one, one a few African-Americans in my classes, but how enriched and very devoted I was into learning my culture. Because again, I was at one point in a club called Black Awareness, where I ended up being a VP my senior year of high school. So this ain't something new that I've been on. African-American history, culture, et cetera, society. It's been something embedded in me since I was in high school. Something actually embedded me since childhood when I was in African dance. Like, I was learning about my culture and who I was, thanks to my mom, shout out to her, 
at a young age to know who I came, where I came from and who I was. So it was never something that I feel, unlike many other black kids, where they weren't taught the lineage or probably taught the history of our people. But I feel like now I think it's a pro and a con because it's a contradiction in a, of many sorts. The fact that the college board is jumping into a fray over how to teach the history of the race in the United States with the new advanced placement course and exam on African-American studies is kind of crazy to me because I feel if y'all weren't ready to really roll this out with an open mind and understanding and knowledge and standpoint of how this is how it should be taught, then why even present it? That's pretty much like a hamburger, no bun ass nigga, peanut butter, no jelly ass nigga, like it's half ass. So why would you even make the standpoint where there's still confusion and conflict where it's not fully resolved. Now, mind you, they're already, you know, vetoing or overturning major laws that affect our culture. But is the fact that are y'all ready to really unlock Pandora's box? Are y'all really ready to talk about redlining? Are y'all really talking ready to talk about Seneca Falls? Are y'all ready to talk about <laughs> Lanier, Lake Lanier, stuff like that? Because everybody's so quick to want to go ahead and make equality or equity be a, a main factor for, for culture and society. But y'all always want to seem to erase or whitewash our history. But now all of a sudden it's a, it's a vital part where y'all want to take the basic knowledge out the classrooms, but have it available for advanced placement, which I want y'all to know to be put in advanced placement courses. Yes, not saying it's not available because it is available to everyone, but there's a test that you have to take to be put into advanced placement. It's not something that you can just, hey, let me sign up for it. Like you have to have the qualifications. I don't specifically distinctly remember what they are, but you have to have the qualifications to be able to be put in advanced placement courses. It's not something that, let's say you a C average student, you're gonna be able to be put in advanced placement courses. It's not gonna be something that is just openly available to a lot of kids which who happen to be African-American who are probably not on the scholastic level to be able to get into the course to learn it. So now you're telling me that you're going to take it out the classrooms, talking about slavery, i.e., et cetera, but you're going to put it available for white kids mainly, which is majority of who's in those classrooms to learn about it, but not the ones who it actually pertains to. Hmm? I don't see how that works because, first of all, I really feel like they're probably going to have a lot of these Caucasian teachers try to teach something that they don't know shit about because I feel like they're going to be on the other side of the corner perspective. And even if they try to be quote unquote unbiased, it's going to be hard for you to teach from a perspective when I'm pretty sure there's a point in time where one of your ancestors was racist. Or doesn't, or was one of the people who are about the whole confederacy of the suppression of black people. So it's like, what are going to be the ramifications? Are you going to have black educators? Like, I always felt like my teacher, Mr. Nuridin, shout out to him. He was my AP social studies teacher who was very well aware and conscious of black culture and made sure even he incorporated that in his classroom, in his studies, and even though it had nothing to do with the courses. Like, that's just because that's who he was as a person. Are we going to have those type of professors in the classrooms? Are these AP courses going to be availed where they actually transfer over into a lot of the HBCUs college credits and curriculum? Because I want y'all to know, even though taking AP courses was something that I desire to do, some of my credits didn't, all of them did not transfer when I went to Dell State. So some of these courses I had to take over because Dell State wouldn't take them. As opposed to if I would have went to a PWI, they would have been acceptable. So like when you do these AP courses, let's say you do have black kids like me who are on an accelerated program or able to do the workload or able to get into this program. 
are these college credits that when they have to take African-American studies or history or have to take an elective, are they going to transfer over where the credit actually makes sense? If y'all didn't think that deep into it, y'all need to do better. If y'all didn't deep that, think that in deep into it to have seasoned professors who are well-known and versed that actually have degrees in it, i.e. people who are like, let's say, for instance, Amanda Seals, who has a master's in African-American history or African-American studies. Lene Renee, who has a master's of arts in African-American studies. These are the type of people we need in the classroom. People like Conscious Lee, who are actually professors who teach a curriculum and has a curriculum built that's been effective and implemented in different programs and universities that actually tell of the true history. Not the history from y'all's perspective, but the history of what actually really fucking happened. Okay? Let's not sugarcoat and bullshit. Real shit. Okay? That's where my concern comes into play because y'all not gonna give this false dialect or dialogue of what y'all feel is y'all sense of reality as opposed to what really happened. Especially when you still have, let's say, for instance, three living people from the Tulsa massacre who are still living to this day who are still able to tell the story of what actually happened. Yet and still, they have no reparations or are being some quote-unquote silenced somewhat from telling their story. Is that going to be a part of it? Because to me, that was a hate crime. You went around and burned the whole city for what? Because they were progressing and thriving, and it wasn't because y'all y'all wanted to build a road through it and they wouldn't let you? Yeah, bullshit. So this is the things I want to know. And with that being said, an exam on African-American studies that would be tried out in about 60 schools this fall. So you're telling me around this time right now, y'all have 60 schools out of how many schools in this country that are implementing or attempting to trial error, trial, I'm going to just say have a trial period of this curriculum. 60 schools. Now, my question is now with this, within these 60 schools, how many of these already have African-American studies in, the, in their programs? Again, this goes back to circling back to the original questions. What is going to be in the curriculum? Who's creating the curriculum? And how many people on this board for advanced placement have y'all had that are actually African-American to be able to make sure that this is implemented correctly? Once again, advancedly placed in adverse spaces. These spaces are where you have to deal with adversity, but how much is it really going to benefit your constructive thinking or perspective as one as a white person or a person who is not of black ethnicity or a person of black ethnicity who are happen to be coons like Candace Owens. Are we going to be able to people have people like Candace Owens who are going to actually, you know, see behind outside of the rose color, rose color lenses that have been placed on their eyes to feel like they have to have a white savior and that, you know, white acceptance, her and that other man where they feel like that's a priority to have that as opposed to knowing your own culture because at the end of the day, you're still a nigga to them. Like, I really want to know, like, the course is multidisciplinary and addressing not just history, but civil rights, politics, literature, the arts, and even geography. Okay, I can get with that. But if we're addressing civil rights and politics and literature, when we talk about politics, are we going to address how Thomas Jefferson was raping his slaves and had a whole nother family outside of his family where there's a descendants of kids that have a black bloodline. Are we going to talk about the civil rights and the, the fact of how much torture and turmoil our people went through just to get basic essential rights where they couldn't even fucking vote like Fannie Lou Hamer, where they're getting, they were getting arrested. Are we going to talk about, you know, the politics and how y'all went ahead and took cells 
from some Henrietta Lacks without her permission that have now been able to help in global pandemics and vaccines. So when we're talking about this stuff, how much of these people are going to get their recognition and how much of their reparations are going to be rewarded to them for y'all using their story or their history? Because I'm pretty sure when y'all are telling these stories of the French and the stories of the Spaniards and of Christopher Columbus, y'all want to idolize this, but how much is really going to be implemented where they actually get acknowledgement and their just due that's deserved and their due diligence? Yeah, we want to talk about geography. We're going to talk about the transatlantic slave trade and how it really went down in the transatlantic slave trade. Slave slave trade where a lot of people were dying on ships, living in horrible conditions with excrement, excrement as well as urine, as well as kids were being sold off and, you know, distanced from their families. Men were worked harder where people had to go away from their wives and they were forced to do manual labor in the agriculture them or not even have the ability to have literature and know how to read and write? Are we going to talk about the Harlem Renaissance and the big just do it did for the whole city of Harlem? Are we going to talk about the Zora Neale Hurstons? Are we going to talk about the James Baldwins? Are we going to talk about what's really helped enrich this culture? Are we going to talk about how we were able to take Slave songs and create a whole, pretty much be the origins of what music is today. When we're going to talk about it, are we really going to talk about it? And when we have it and make it so it's a, a place of quiz, how many white people are going to contest against this because their kids are learning about something that they don't want them to know because they probably know their grandparents are the racist? Um, hello, somebody. I just want to know, are we going to really deep delve into what's really going on? Are we going to acknowledge the 44th president? Are we going to acknowledge the 45th president and his part of insurrection, of the insurrection, and how he pretty much called his boys out to be able to go ahead and overturn the Capitol? Are we going to talk about how he's pretty much walking freely, getting away with murder, and whole time has committed how many crimes? Are we going to talk about it? Because y'all want to talk about how y'all stole oil and gold from Africa? And how so many countries in Africa are in poverty because because y'all took resources from them when they were thriving and striving on their own? Are we going to talk about how there is an African diaspora which spans not just from Africa itself, but across nations and countries like Brazil, the Caribbean? Oh, yeah, but you know what? Let me, let, let me just shut up. I, I just want to know. African-American studies... More than 50 years after what has been credited as the first black studies department was started after a student strike at San Francisco State College in 1968, said Henry Louis Gates Jr., a former chair of Harvard's Harvard's Department of African and African-American Studies director of the Hutchins Center for African and African-American Research. Did y'all hear what I just said? More than 50 years after, it has been credited as the first black studies department and only came because of a strike at San Francisco State, State College in 1968. Do y'all know how it's literally been only just about 50 years or plus, a little more over 50 years that we literally have reproductive rights and they're now snatched from us? You're telling me now you're just now having the, the decision to want to go ahead and spread the truth about the black culture? After a strike, it's always after we got to get rowdy, y'all want to give a damn about what we got to say. After when y'all make y'all white tears and have to put y'all in the front four faces of the bullshit y'all make us endure, y'all want to give us when we just ask nicely. Why we always got to get ignorant? 
Why does it always have to take decades over decades over decades to get the just due after we put in the blood, sweat, and tears to just have it be seen in the forefront the first time? Again, the contradictions of the CRT in classrooms, yet this is America's always flip-flopping asses. The capricious decisions made by this country are just a disgrace. I just don't. I just don't get it. It makes my head hurt. They remind me of a goddamn air sign. Yeah, I said it. An Aquarius, Gemini, or Libra. Because for people who are air signs, I always say it. Y'all are very, they're flighty as hell. One moment they're on board, the next moment they're not. One moment they say one thing, the next day it contradicts what they said the first time, but then that's what they're standing behind and standing on with 10 toes and saying what they chest, but it don't make sense. Because now contextually, you went ahead and you're contradicting exactly what you said the first time, so now it makes no sense. So you're trying to confuse somebody, but the whole time you're only just trying to confuse somebody because you want to distract them. Why? Because it's a master manipulation. So now, once again, we're here with flip-flopping. Now, once again, we're over here talking and discussing shit which should have been put in when civil rights or we shouldn't have just been glancing over the first time. Now, because the revolution is now happening where we're now speaking up more because we're not just sitting by and being passive about it, y'all got something to say. Getting still, I, I I don't know, but will this be something that's taught in the AP class about the 60 boys outside Little Rock, Arkansas? Oh, do y'all know about this? You know the 60 little boys, the 60 boys out of Little Rock, Arkansas in 1959? Oh, come with me. Let me give you a little, you know, a gem real quick. Let me go ahead and give you a B-real bomb that y'all might not know about. So literally, it's 60 boys outside of Little Rock, Arkansas in 1958, 48 out alive and 11 burned to death. Oh, yeah, I said that correctly. Eleven burned to death because their place of residence or their dormitory was set on fire while they were in it at the wee hours of the morning in 1959. Okay? These were places where you had kids who were orphans, who had committed petty crimes, such as like pranks or stealing minor stuff like candy and stuff, where they had all these boys living into this one, one place or location where they had horrid living conditions. And just now, within the last two or three years, they have a memoriam for them, which is now a, at a, guess what, guys, correctional facility. It's Little Rock, Arkansas's correctional facility. So in the same place where they burned 11 young boys to death and tried to light them on fire, where the people were never reprimanded for their actions, is the same place I built a correctional facility. When I said I know that motherfucker haunted like a bitch, I believe it. I believe it. Them little 11 boy spirits are probably haunting the fuck out of those, those inmates. I wouldn't be surprised because their souls never got a chance to rest. And y'all literally took innocent lives for no fucking reason for a hate crime. Are we going to learn about that? Are they going to learn about that in these AP courses? Or is that something y'all want to sleep under the rug? Because I'm pretty sure many don't know about that. Because as always, why? It's silenced. It's silenced. It's to the point where these little boys, these 60 little boys would defecate in a corner with a foot apart from one another from homelessness to petty crimes as pranks. Does that something that, that jurisdicts that? How would the intellect be determined to be in this said class? Because the system that y'all got now is not something that's actually helping us, but more so defeating us. Because if you're having a requirement to get into the course, and how about some kids are able to probably be better at this course than they are any other AP courses, so why isn't this something that's just automatically offered to black students? I just feel like it should be an option that's available. At least give kids the opportunity as black kids to know that college is an opportunity where they have something to promote or have something to pursue and look forward to when they do it. 
if a lot of the kids that y'all feel are problem are probably the inner city youth that y'all want to call it, or like I would say, the kids from the ghetto, would have some motivation if they knew they had a college credit already underneath their belt, and especially if it was in their own culture. It might push them to want to go to college and not just feel like being on the block with the boys is the only way out to go ahead and make money. I'm just saying. That's just my thoughts. But you know what? That's just me, though. You feel me? Because I feel like it's a motivator and an implicator to want to have them feel like they can do something and be better. And they will now also not just know that or know that they can be better and there's more for them, but they have the knowledge base of the foundation of what we've endured in this country and not feeling like they, they, there's a prison to pipeline system all the time. Because that's another thing. So how is this prison to pipeline system going to work if now we're educated enough to know exactly what the government is doing using us as pawns in their game of chess? Is that going to be something that's going to contest against the government where they're going to want to take, give the program and take it back? Which might be the exact reason why, <laughs> just a hunch, y'all only have 60 schools that are implementing this as a trial basis. But where are these 60 schools located? Because I feel like in the South should be more so regularly where it should be implicated. Because I don't know if y'all know, but uh, Sesame Street was part of for inner city youth, which educated and elevated children. But in the South, they don't want to teach it because black people weren't involved and it showed adversity. It shows inclusion and diversity where they were trying to keep it off stations. So like, where is this? Is that going to be a part of the curriculum as well? Like there's so many questions I have and I need fucking answers. Like, Will these same requirements deprive many of the culture from learning culture on a heightened level? Like, will these college credits really be worth the energy and time? Because, mind you, you pay for your AP courses. You pay to take the, the programs. Will these accelerated programs since childhood, will the knowledge of these courses in public schools be privy? Like, are the 60 schools that y'all implementing this, are they private schools or public schools? And if they're private, what's the diversity quota? What's the ratios? Will this be something that guidance counselors have as recommendations for students, not just black students, but all students to want to take part of? Will this be able to go ahead and put adversity in a space where it's starting early before we get into college spaces? Because we know kids are not, kids are taught racism. Kids are taught to be prejudiced. So will this be able to turn on a switch because the brain doesn't fully develop until the age of 25, 26, where it gives the opportunity and span for Kids to now look outside of just the box that they were born in and they go home to, but see it where they're like, hey, maybe I want to go to HBCU rather than a PWI because that's more so where the culture is enriched. Or, hey, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> instead of pushing me to go to a PWI, I want to go to a HBCU, even as a white person, not just to be a minority, but to understand the culture on a better level. Like, what is this really giving? Is it really giving advanced placed in adverse spaces? Or is this just a cover-up to try to do just do to cover their asses yet again? Or are they really just trying to push the envelope to piss some people off? Because we know the Republicans, I'm pretty sure, are not for this shit. Because they already are like, what? This is giving them way too much power and opportunity to just rebel. And I think it's like, will we talk about the women in black culture when it comes to African-American study history. Are you going to talk about people like the Women King, like the Dahomey tribes and the Amazons, the Goji women? You know what I'm saying? What are What is this going to do? Outside of us having to see it in cinema and have our representation in like Little Mermaid and stuff like that, is this something that's going to teach us of the true history? Because I didn't know about the Dahomey tribe until I was going to see Women King. But that's because it wasn't taught to me in the classrooms. But if we had Amanda Seals, Lene Renee, Lene Venez, you know, Lene Venez and Charlemagne the Gods, 
Why do we have to wait for the media to give it to us when it should be taught from the textbooks? Or y'all going to change the textbooks to have a lot more history for us to be able to have the proper knowledge to continue to elevate and educate. These are things I want to know. And if anybody got answers, come talk to me. Because I feel like this adversely placed in adverse spaces, I want to know how this goes. And trust me, we will be circling back on this topic once I hear the, the results of this study. Because it ain't, it ain't working for me. I can't just take the bare minimum. And me being a product of this program, I, I'm very much vested. So y'all take some time and do some research on y'all own and look up for yourself. And while you're at it, do a little more research on what they don't want us to know. But at the end of the day, be real black for me. Like I always say on air, let's keep it real. And never forget, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. <laughs> and never forget, we're here to stay. I need